What's going on, everybody? This is the post game report. So, yeah, I'm JVB, by the way. So, it gets a lot tougher to talk about something regarding video games nowadays, especially this is the time of type, excuse me, this is the time of year where normally back in the day we were all supposed to be traveling, going on vacation, going to the beach, hanging out. Doing, doing the things everybody else used to do in the summer. Unfortunately, now that, you know, we've had COVID, we've had, you know, changes in employment. Of course, pay hasn't increased, but everything else hasn't increased. So a lot of things have changed where people just can't go out and go on vacation a few times during the summer when they want to. You really have to plan it out a few years. Now, I grew up in the Bronx. I grew up poor. And going on vacation was a big deal to us because we had to save for it. Or somebody with money had to just, in the family, had to be like, all right, we're, we're treating you guys to a trip to Florida. Which didn't happen, by the way, but to some people, it might have. So, now a lot of people sit around in the gaming community, and it's not the entire gaming community, because, uh, let's face it, what happens on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, doesn't necessarily reflect on the entire industry, but we like to think that. We like to think that our words travel a lot <laughs> throughout the industry, throughout the community. So the reality is there's a lot of us, and I throw myself in there because I'm a content creator. I, once again, 2005, I started podcasting about video games. So I still podcast about video games and everything else. And as you, you well know, sometimes I will throw video games and other topics in the same episode. So this is an unscripted podcast, so whatever the hell pops in my head. So a lot of people have been waiting for big news, and there's something going on with the CMA and Activision, Microsoft deal. I'm not going to get into all that bullshit until something is finalized, whether Microsoft buys them or not. That's the only time I want to talk about them. A lot of people, of course, are... Mocking a certain demographic of gamer, a certain uh, certain group of content creators, and rightfully so, they deserve it. They, they, they've put all this on themselves. But after a while, uh, for me anyway, it becomes boring. It becomes repetitive, and uh, until something earth-shattering comes out in the video games, then it's... There'll be some excitement to talk about video games all over again. But as of right now, all I see is people talking about Starfield, a game that is not out yet in the public. It comes out soon. And regarding that and promotional material and all that stuff, yeah, there is a difference when you think back 2007 when you saw Halo everywhere, when you saw a few years ago, you saw Miles Morales material. 
Well, you know what? Even sooner than that, God of War Ragnarok. You saw uh, huge billboards, promotional over the place for these PlayStation games. And the last, I'd say, since Halo 5. Since Halo 5, the promotion for Halo has not been anywhere near what I was accustomed to seeing from Microsoft and the Halo franchise. So when I see people mocking, uh, and let's be real, the people that are doing the mocking, it's, they're mocking another group of content creator, as I stated before. So when they make fun of the lack of mega promotion for Starfield, which by these content creators, uh, well, according to these content creators, this is the end all be all for Microsoft, the best game in the last 10 years. Same thing we heard about, um, uh, what's that damn game? Cyberpunk, right? So we hear this a lot. We hear this too fucking much. And we give credit to things that, and not just movies, music, or individuals. This is a trend I've seen in the last 10 years where we just throw the words great and unbelievable. We just throw those words around, like people throwing the words love. Like it's rare I will tell somebody, hey, I love you. Especially if it's somebody that's on my Twitter friends list and we're having a conversation and I say, hey, I love you guys. Listen, I'm 51 and the people that I love, those are, those are near and dear to me. Those are irreplaceable. Using the tag love on somebody, you, you better be someone that I've grown up with or I've known for, you know, a long time and I've build trust with calling something great the thing has to be unbelievable for me to call it great and i'd say that i say that because i've seen a lot of great things throughout my 51 years well when i could remember for example you see some of these movies and newer movies that i'm talking about and some people will say oh my god uh Black Adam was an amazing movie, the best superhero movie I've ever seen. And then you go watch it and you're like, are you really? Is this what you call unbelievable? Now, there are some movies like The Thing from John, Car uh, John Carpenter that bombed in the box office because it came out at the wrong time. It, it was battling E.T., for God's sakes. But it grew a following as year went on. I got a bunch of sirens going off. So I know when there's a movie that gets underappreciated or unappreciated and it builds some kind of following later on, music is the same thing, or actors, books, stuff like that. But when I see somebody posting something that they say, oh, my God, I'm dead. This is the funniest thing or, you know, something to that sense. And then I watch it and I'm like, when does the funny part happen? It never does. <laughs> so I'm like, 
I know there comes a time where all of us, we begin to think and even say, well, let me rephrase that. Some of us, as we get older, we start sounding like our parents or our grandparents. And I have to say, that was for a reason. <laughs> I know back in the day when I was a teenager and my, you know, early 20s and I used to dress up with, you know, my motorcycle boots, my motorcycle jacket, my blue jeans, and it was freaking 85 degrees. People used to be like, yo, what the hell's wrong with you? I used to be like, this is my style. And they're like, okay, but you don't have to wear the damn jacket and the boots. It's 85 degrees. But, you know, that was me. That was a me thing. It wasn't like I was trying to fit in, but it was an individual thing that I said, no, this is... Who I am, you know, the other motorcycle people, they don't they don't take off their jacket because it's it's hot, you know. But when you see what people are doing now and fashion wise, there's nothing really unusual except for those big ass Mega Man boots that people are wearing that's uh, idiotic, but to each their own. What has changed is the attention people are trying to get. And I talked about this in my last podcast or the last episode of the Postgame Report. I was talking about, you know, people having the ability now to make revenue on Twitter and they're going to make some outlandish comments or statements, post outlandish videos. And, and you see it with YouTube, you see it with Twitch, where people just need to stay relevant and because doing something that educates people that is useful knowledge that enhances a community that no longer matters it doesn't doesn't move the analytics it doesn't stimulate the algorithm in other words it doesn't give that individual revenue and in order to gain that revenue and keep it consistent, they need to do something even stupider and stupider and stupider. Now, what the hell does this have to do with the opening of this podcast? I have no freaking idea. I don't know if you could hear it. Before, earlier, there was a freaking helicopter. I was recording my uh, TBI podcast. Now it's... The helicopter's back and it's louder, but it sounds like it, it, it went somewhere else. But I had sirens too, so I wonder what happened. But what the hell does me talking about people doing outlandish things for attention, for revenue, what does this have to do with, you know, my opening statement about, you know, people going out in the summertime and this is the slow time of the year for video games? I really have no idea. <laughs> but as I stated, it's hard. It gets harder and harder to talk about video games nowadays. I could easily sit here and talk about what Xbox is doing or not doing, or I can, I can sit here and make fun of the content creators that constantly lie about what Xbox 
is doing and and not and what PlayStation is not doing. You know, you have a lot of people who really hammer down on these agendas. And they lie to their community with a straight face. They continue to do it. I could sit here for an hour and talk about those people, but it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to change who they are. It's not going to it's not going to do anything positive. Regardless of the the monumental bullshit that you see on the internet, uh no matter how hard you try to eliminate that or say something to educate those individuals or to counter it so that there's useful information or honest information that people reading these com uh reading or participating in this in these threads try to give people something that will help them but no that doesn't work that doesn't work so yeah i've learned throughout the years yeah it's frustrating to see somebody post something on the internet whether it's youtube whether it's on a tweet and blatantly talk a lot of bullshit and lie especially video games because video games i've been podcasting about video games for a long time i've been playing video games for a long fucking time i spent a lot of money on video games so when i get upset when i see a blatant lie it it, it really pisses me off and i'm sure it pisses off a lot of other people and it takes a lot of energy for me to just ignore it so what i do is i block i I block a shitload of people i see any little i get an uh, an inkling of bullshit from a tweet for example there was some female with uh she's holding up a picture i believe it was starfield she said oh no i was, actually she didn't have a a, a, a um she didn't have the case of Starfield. She had her hand over her mouth, indicating that she was in shock. And she posted something like, Oh my God, I got a review code for Starfield. This is the first game I'm going to review. Oh my God, I feel like throwing up. I'm so excited. I'm like, You could have just not said anything and give a freaking fantastic review. At least an honest, fantastic review. And not do this phony fake shit with a photo of you looking surprised because, let's face it, she probably took like 10 different photos of herself looking surprised. And nowadays, listen, when I read shit on the internet, it could be true, but it's so hard to believe that it's true. Somebody put a, uh, a tweet, somebody retweeted something about a guy committing suicide. He had kids. He was in like $20,000 of debt. And there were a lot of details about the individual who killed himself. And the tweet was by some random account that focuses on suicide awareness, I think. And I said, man, that's a lot of details from a random. Tw- uh, Twitter account 
You know, like how would that random Twitter account know all these little details about this person? Supposedly, the man said something about Christmas to his kids, and I'm like, how does how do they know all this? Now, according to somebody else, they sent me a link that this happened in 2019. That's the other thing. A lot of people take old news and post it as new news, right? So, so the, somebody else told me, no, this did happen in 2019. So I stood corrected, right? But it's so hard to just believe anything I read on the internet. It is really tough. Even when I see people saying, oh my God, you know, I got laid off and, and this and that. Even when I read that, I'm like, okay, you know, I really don't care, <laughs> you know, unless it's somebody that I know, it's really hard to believe. So, of course, that's because all of the sensational, sensationalism that has been the norm for the last 10 years has made people like myself very jaded. We don't, we don't trust many people when it comes to the internet. It is really tough to see somebody post something and say, this is my son who just did his last chemo and they have a picture of a kid, and I'm like, is that really your son? Now, I, I will look at their profile. If I don't see that kid in any of the photos, I mean, I don't spend hours looking. But for the most part, I'll see what they post as their, you know, on their Twitter profile. If it's something stupid like, I'm, uh, you know, pro-Trump, conspiracy theorist, screw COVID mask and blah, blah, blah. Then I'm going to be like, hmm, I'm really not going to pay attention to your tweet. Or if it's somebody who has something like, hey, I love Xbox. I'm a father of two. My son is uh, battling cancer. If I see that on their profile you know, when you first go to somebody's profile and you see a little bit about themselves, then I'll know, okay, this is fucked up. Let me, let me like this tweet of the kid uh, having his final chemo. And let me send a little message of positive, positivity because my wife went through that shit. So I know that, you know, the community and and positivity when it comes to someone battling cancer. They need it. They need all the positivity and encouragement they can get. But I've seen people who won't have any indication that they have kids, and then all of a sudden they're putting a picture for sympathy and attention, and the photo's not even theirs. The kid is not theirs. <laughs> so I've seen that, and it's not something I'm making up. It's just reality and that type of reality is just it's awful it is awful because let's say you get 2,000 retweets on a post like that right 
Let's say you, you show a dog, right, a dead dog, and you say, oh, my dog died, blah, 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 blah. And now you get all this sympathy, and people are saying, hey, let's open up a GoFundMe for you. And then you give them the information, and then all of a sudden, guess what? That person never owned a fucking dog. That person <laughs> is using somebody else's photo and getting all this free money. There's a scam everywhere. Everyone is hustling. Everyone is trying to do something for something. But in the same, at the same time, there are so many people hustling others on the internet because they can. People don't do their fucking research. So I take the time to look at somebody's uh, profile and... I'll make a judgment from there. Even when I get somebody who's following me that I don't know, I've never inter interacted with them, I, they're following me on Twitter, I look at their profile first. I see who they're following, and I'll see their profile <laughs> description. A lot of times it'll say something really crazy like, you know, I'm a console warrior here to fight Xbox, Xbox extremists, and then I'm like, nope. I don't want that on my timeline. <laughs> and also, chances are that person has another account that says, I fight PlayStation extremists. So it's just a weird freaking, it's a weird world out there when you go on Twitter, when you go on YouTube, all that shit. You don't know who to believe. So I just stay to myself. I let people argue. I try not to jump in because I know there's really no point in jumping in and trying to provide facts. And at the end of the day, it all boils down to that these people really don't fucking matter. Now, there are some people on the internet that I do have some respect for because throughout the years I've listened to their content or I've seen their content on YouTube. I've followed them on, on Twitter. I've seen the way they interact. I see their views and for the most part, I agree with them. And so I see that they think a certain way and I can respect that. A lot of times we don't, I don't totally agree with some of the stuff they're saying, but I just, when that happens, I don't say anything and I just mind my business. And then there are other people that in the past I've met and we've become good friends throughout the internet or through the internet, through Xbox Live. There are people that I still have friends, uh, friendships with. There are people that still call me JVB. There was um, Uh, a friend of mine called me uh, JVB the other day, uh, and I was it caught me off guard because, <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not accustomed to hearing that anymore, right? I don't go to events, I don't go to preview events, I don't introduce myself as JVB because everybody used to introduce themselves on their gamer tag, or you know, gamer tag or PSN ID. So when people still say it. Or well, they call me that, it kind of throws me off guard. But at the same time, I still call some of my friends by their game attacks. So 
in, in my phone and when I have them in the contacts on my phone, I have them as their gamer tag or whatever the hell they call themselves. So it's not like I haven't met really good people on the internet or through, you know, different aspects of the internet. And, uh, it's getting harder and harder to really take people serious nowadays. And they could be totally cool. They could be totally cool. But I would never know because the persona that they put out there as the first impression can be toxic or arrogant or freaking annoying as hell or, you know, give a bad impression. And for me, bad impressions, they stick takes a lot for me to be like, all right, this person is actually cool. Then there are times because everything is text-based, you'll see a tweet and you'll be like, nah, this person really can't be saying that and meaning it. And then I'll look at their profile and see that they're being sarcastic. But if I see that they're idiots overall, like, they're, they're, the rest of their uh, content is stupid, just as stupid as that particular tweet, then I block them because I don't want to see that shit. So there, there have been plenty of times where I'm about to block somebody and then I look at their profile and I'm like, all right, they're, they're, they are uh, being sarcastic or they're actually pretty funny. All right, I won't block them. Maybe down the line I'll see more of their content and you know, maybe even give a few likes to their content or whatever. But yeah, it, it, it's, <laughs> I feel like I'm living in, in the 1980s and I'm walking around Times Square and there's, no matter where I go, there are people trying to hustle me out of a few dollars and people who, and, you know, back then, you had you had that everywhere, right? Like, you go to Times Square, somebody was trying to hustle you, and these people were gifted, they had the gift of gab. They will make you feel like you're a friend. It will be so cool. And next thing you know, you're giving them money because they're, they're, they were either telling you that they're working for a charity or they need the money or whatever, or they're trying to sell you something that they stole from somebody else and you don't need it, but because they talked you into it, you're like, yeah, 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 here you go, pal. <laughs> so that's how it is today, right? You get these people, let's say you, let's say you like the New York Giants and you see these New York Giants content creators and you like a specific player for the New York Giants, and somebody happens to be just as big of a fan of that particular player as you are, you're going to stick to that person because you guys have something in common. But then, let's say that person was only saying that because that particular player has been in the news or been the talk of the town. Let's say Daniel Jones. That person is just going to jump on the bandwagon and talk about Daniel Jones and then move on to another player and keep moving on to whatever's the hot topic. 
And so you follow that person wherever they go because at one point you felt like you had a connection because that person talked about Daniel Jones in a positive light. So now you feel like you can trust that opinion. But in reality, they're just saying what they need to say to garner the attention and get revenue or get popularity. There's a lot of that shit going on right now. That is why you never see me with a thumbnail looking surprised because I bought baked beans and it tastes good. Or you don't see me going out there saying how, you know, this content creator's a piece of shit or this video game brand is a total disaster, right? I make my little comments here and there, but I know that I'm not going to say something I don't believe in. So, yeah, for what it's worth, Xbox right now is playing catch-up. Everybody knows that. But it doesn't mean I think of it as a piece of crap. It just means that they have some catching up to do. So... People want to go from one extreme to the next. Either something is amazing that really isn't, or something is a total piece of shit that really isn't. It works both ways. You just need to do a little bit of research. The same phone you're using to stay on the internet 24-7 arguing over bullshit. You can easily take a few minutes to Google something, do a little bit of research, and then be like, okay, I've been following these individuals that are talking a bunch of lies. Or, as I said, there's two sides. You can be like, oh, man, you know. And that sounded really weird, me going, oh, man. <laughs> but you could, be, you could be following somebody you totally hate and disagree with. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be like, holy shit, I did a little bit of research, and that person was uh, actually telling me the truth. So it works both ways. You just got to, you got to do the fucking homework and decide, hey, do I really want to do the homework and find out that the person I've been idolizing is full of shit? Or the person I've been... Uh, I dislike all these years. Maybe they they were telling telling the truth this whole time. You know, they, then comes the ego part. You know, people don't want to be wrong, but being wrong is part of the learning process. Um, so there's a lot of people not capable of taking criticism, learning from their mistakes. You know, falling on their faces, getting back up, knowing that okay. If I do that again, I'm going to mess something up. Let me try something else. People don't want to do the process of learning, making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, going through some hardship, learning how to toughen up. People nowadays just can't fucking do that. And if you, and if you announce something like that, you know, the whole bootstrap shit that's a bunch of horse malaki or horse pucky 
But when somebody says, all right, when you fall, you get up and you try again, that's freaking legit, right? Because all of us have gone through failures in our lives. We've had tough losses. We've had some victories. And that builds character. When you get rejected by a female, when you break up with a female or male, right? When you, when you go through a breakup in high school, it can be one of the toughest things you've ever experienced at that moment. You can think, holy shit, how do I get over this? This is the person that I had such a big crush on and they've, they've, they no longer want to be with me. They're gone. And you think to yourself, how the hell am I going to get over this? There's no way. Lo and behold, a few, a few days later, maybe a few weeks or whatever, you've moved on and you're like, holy shit, I feel better. And you can tell somebody this, and until they experience it, they're not going to know exactly what you're talking about. It's one of those tough lessons that a lot of, you know, younger people have to go through, that first breakup. Getting fired, getting laid off, getting cursed out. You know, those are things that people got to go through to understand how it feels. And it's unfortunate, but the first time some, someone of, of a younger age who isn't properly disciplined, has never been told no, has never had somebody to just keep an eye out on them and, and to be like, listen, what you're doing is fucked up. Once that individual finds out that as they get a little older, those t that type of behavior is no longer accepted and there's legit consequences, you're gonna, that person's going to be in for a, a rude awakening. They will either be in jail or they'll be dead. <laughs> I know I'm going from one extreme to another. But yeah, people just don't know how to, and I, I don't mean everybody. I'm just talking about the newer generation. A lot of people, and you know, to some extent, some adults just don't know to, they don't know how to accept when they're wrong and to be humbled and to say, okay, I'll move on. I'll learn from this mistake. I was an idiot. I was saying this the whole time, but in reality, I was just reiterating what some other idiot was telling me I should be saying. But yeah, this, this particular episode, there's really no structure. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. I'm actually hungry. So when my wife gets here with the dinner, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be in a much clearer state, but by then I'm not going to want to record shit. But yeah, so for those of you who have hung around to the very end of this episode, I thank you. Hopefully there's something interesting you took out of this episode. And hopefully, well, actually next week, I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach on vacation. And I just realized that, that I opened the segment, well, I opened this episode talking about going on vacation. And here I am going on vacation next week. In December, I'm going to the Philippines for a month. 
So this year I've gone to Madrid. Going to be going to Myrtle Beach and the Philippines. And I'm sure we did something else. Uh, I think we went to Vaughan here, you know, little places here and there. But done some traveling. This is probably the most tra- uh, most I've traveled in a year in a, uh, that I can remember. Because going to the Philippines, that's... I'm, I'm going to be flying for over 20 hours. That's going to be crazy. So I never thought I would do it, but hey, you just sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and be like, look, I'll, I'll take a sleeping pill. Hopefully I'll sleep a long time for most of the flight. And uh, hopefully the flight won't be, you know, too much on the knees. And I'll enjoy my, my trip over there. So I'm pretty sure I will enjoy the trip. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. You guys take care. So I guess the next time I speak in an episode, hopefully I'll have something cool to say uh, regarding my trip to Myrtle Beach. Or by then, maybe Starfield is out and I could see some real feedback. There's some leaks regarding Starfield. Uh, that's been comical to read the comments on. And then football is going to be back by the time I get back. So football season is upon us, and I'll start talking football again. I don't want to talk about the preseason because preseason, while it's great to see football back, preseason games, uh, they're all over the place. So you really can't, like, talk about certain players you know because it's preseason they're not facing the real competition that they would in the regular season of football so i'll be talking about football again so anyway i'm gonna wrap it up i'm jvb you guys take care bye